Welcome to the Author's Podcast with Lisa Newton. Writing a book is a dream for many people, and in today's society, it has become easier and more important than ever. If you are an expert, speaker, coach, or an authority in your field, having a book is the new business card. It can increase your credibility, enhance your status, and make you the go-to person in your field opening doors and bringing a flood of opportunities straight to you. You can increase your fees and start choosing the clients you really want to work with. The Authors Podcast Show with Lisa Newton is designed to inspire, educate and inform you, both entrepreneur and individual, on how to write a book, as well as writer's tips and strategies on how to actually get that book written. On today's show, you learn more about how to write a book, including writing ideas, marketing, and how to succeed in getting a book written. Here we go with the author's podcast, and here is your host, Lisa Newton. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the third edition of the author's podcast with me, your host, Lisa Newton. Today on the line, I have Daniela Blechner, who is the founder of Conscious Dreams Publishing, best-selling author and book journey mentor. Daniela is very passionate about inspiring and empowering authors to transform their stories, messages and powerful journeys into books of impact and influence. So looking forward to an exciting show. She's passionate about empowering authors through this process and is always looking for authors with powerful messages and stories to share with the world. Ones that educate, inspire and empower. She runs a workshop for aspiring female authors called The Power of Your Story to assist them in gaining clarity and vision for their book, as well as get clear on the self-publishing and writing process. Daniela is also the proud author of best-selling book Mr. Wrong, a humorous and powerful collection of relationship stories written by women who have encountered the infamous Mr. Wrong, but ones that allow the reader to question, explore and challenge negative belief systems and set out on a positive path of self-discovery and self-worth. She is passionate about providing a platform for women to have their voices heard and stories shared in a space of empowerment. So with all of that said, Daniela, are you there? Yes, I am. Hello, how are you? (laughs) Very well, thank you very much. So, wow, no, this this sounds quite exciting. So, tell me about um, how you got started then on your on your writing journey. How did I get started? Wow, Um, I don't ever really remember getting started. I just remember it's just something that I always did. Mm. From a young age, I was was a bit precocious. You know, (laughs) even reading my writing of the day, I would say things like, "Oh." You know, I'm going to be an author when I'm retired at 40. So, I mean, when I was very young, I knew the word author. I was absolutely fascinated by books. I used to write poems, you know, <laughs> the cat set on the mat sort of stuff when I was about four, five, six years old. I created my first book. I say first book because it's, it's physical. You can see it. It was just bits of computer paper kind of stuck together. It's got an ISBN on the back. It's called Lucille and Teddy's Amazing Adventures. And that was my first you know, hand-created books, shall we say. So that was at eight years old. So it's just, it's something I've always done, something that's just inherent. So I can't really remember 
you know how how it started but yeah you know, I guess that is how it's how it started I guess just being passionate about it and writing for fun mm. do you ever keep a diary yes I did yeah, yeah. so and I've still got them <laughs> right, yeah. I, I've always thought you know I should turn those into do you know how you've got like Adrian Mole at age 13 and three quarters because I kept yeah. a diary probably from about the age of about eight to probably about 20 something and I always thought you know I should publish these one day but I <laughs> I, I don't know I don't know. yeah can of worms <laughs> yes and um, what, what I'm interested in with with the book Mr Wrong so it's it's a collection of relationship stories so did are, are the people in the in the books do they give their real identity or do they uh sort of no, I mean, yes and no, it depends. Mm. It's a collection of relationship stories written by women who've encountered this Mr. Wrong character. They're also stories from women who have, you know, been in relationships for 25 plus years and want to give, you know, good advice as to how to have a happy and stable, loving relationship. Mm. There's also stories from men, some who have been Mr. Wrong, some who have been these kind of Mr. Right characters, but have, you know, encountered women who want to brand them as Mr. Wrong because of their experiences. So depending on the person and where they were in their journey, right. most of them did give their real name. So it's first name and where they're from, what country they're from. Mm. Uh, some people were anonymous, but not that many. Mm. You'd be surprised to think that some of the, you know, ranges from funny dating disaster stories, witty dating disaster stories mm. to more powerful and poignant stories of people who, women who have overcome abuse in relationships. Oh, wow. And one of the the, the most poignant and powerful she's actually got a blog where she is um anonymous but she actually came to every single event she traveled all the way down um who lived out of london she traveled all the way down for each event for the book launch for the book tour um she's come down for radio interviews and read her story and spoken very openly about her experiences um in an abusive relationship and she said that through actually coming out and through women actually talking to her and saying that they could connect to her story and found some sort of hope and strength through her she's become more it's been a healing experience for her and she's become more confident in speaking about her story by seeing the effects it has on others so that's that is definitely one of the you have to be ready but that's one of the contributors who didn't go who wasn't anonymous who had a powerful story to share and actually gained a lot from sharing it so you 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 do workshops around relationships or is it more people getting their, their not, story out not relationships no um that's the thing <laughs> just because i've written a book called mr wrong i always say that you know i'm an expert in my own life and the, the my why behind writing it was that i wanted to unite inspire and empower women and give us a platform to share our stories without being judged mm. i felt there were so many books out there that told us you know how to be what to say how to dress what not to say how to play games in order to get a man but no 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 book that really allowed us to share our stories openly and, and to self-discover and understand you know the power of forgiveness the power of intention the power of visualization and the power of our words and how to break belief systems so that's really what the book is about i wouldn't say i'm a relationship expert or a relationship coach i'm going to throw something out there i don't actually believe in that oh, okay. <laughs> relationship coach thing. but um, what i do do is i, I run, I run work- workshops mainly for women at the moment who have powerful messages and stories to share with the world so I take them through the stages of self-publishing some people think that you know once they publish that's the end of the journey but there's a whole journey around it there's marketing promoting how to get your book in the press how to set book goals for your journey 
so that that that's what I'm running at the moment. Is every every three months we aim to do these workshops. It's called the Power of Your Story. Right. Okay. So it's it's is it mainly women, female authors? Uh, I coach I'm a coach and mentee both male and female authors. But this workshop in particular mm. is just for females at the moment. Okay, and it's it's there. It's for people who've gone through a challenge in life, got out the other end, and want to share that story to help and inspire others. By chance, um, a lot of the women that definitely applies to, yeah. But they don't necessarily have to have had a challenging life. They could be entrepreneurs who mm. want to write a business book oh, on yeah. how to manage their time mm. or how to. The, the premise really is it they're books that educate, inspire, and empower others. You are listening to the Authors Podcast with Lisa Newton. Please do subscribe to, like and share this channel. Daniela Blechner, founder of Conscious Dreams Publishing. I do like the name of your you. of your business. What made you call it Conscious Dreams? Oh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> the whole premise behind that actually was when I was young, I used to, well, first I used to be a bit of an insomniac. But when I did dream, I had quite powerful dreams. I didn't have nightmares often, but when I did, it would be, example, maybe there's some sort of war going on and I might be, you know, running, trying to run out of the madness and I'm being chased. And when I felt that things were becoming too much, Hmm. there would be almost like a pause in the dream and a voiceover in a way. I can't really, the best way I can really describe it is a sort of voiceover or a really dominant thought that said to me, this is just a dream. It's not real you can change the outcome you're dreaming you're in control yeah and so i literally changed the outcome so Um, a voice a a voice would come into your dream (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's not necessarily a voice it's i can't yeah i mean that's the best way i can explain it really but it would be a a dominant thought so it's in between sleeping and waking stages just a very strong thought and it's actually called lucid dreaming or conscious dreaming i went on to find out um, so yeah, it would just be like, I still get it now sometimes. And it just kind of told me that actually you're in control of this. This is your dream. You can change the outcome. And so quite often I would turn around and start talking to, you know, the attacker or the person who was chasing me wow. and, you know, just start having a normal conversation. They would either disappear or we would chat and then I would disappear and everything's diffused. But what that taught me was actually if we can apply that to our everyday lives and see this life as a movie, as, as some sort of movie that we're writing or a story that we're writing, uh, yes. we are very much the authors of our own destiny. We are very much in control of which direction our life can take. And so Conscious Dreams Publishing came from this idea that there's so many people that I meet that have all these dreams and they have all these great ideas yeah. and all this great sense of purpose. And it's great having that and it's great having these ambitions. But if you're not putting the w-o-r-k which is a consciousness or you're not actually applying or doing anything to 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 foster that it's just going to be a dream whereas conscious dream is actually having a dream but putting the right thoughts and actions in alignment with that vision right no i I like that (laughs) that, that's that's fascinating so you sound to me like someone who's quite into maybe say the law of attraction and the secret and, and that kind of thing where you the the universe is i don't know at, at your disposal in a way you you've got to kind of direct and be quiet you know what you want and go for it in a sense i mean i'm more about just believing in our inner power i mm. think so often mm. as humans we're always looking outside for that we're always mm. looking for solutions outside of ourselves and actually if we just go in 
everything is there. Mm. Um, the law of attraction, I do believe to an extent. I believe everything has a uh, uh, is, is on the different frequency or vibration, and mm. then you attract that which is on that same vibration. Hundred percent agree with that. Mm. I think what a lot of people uh, get wrong about the law of attraction. Is this idea that you can just kind of you know, sit at home and say, hey, <laughs> I'm visualizing having this, you know, going on holiday, and mm. because I'm visualizing it enough and it feels real and it's going to happen. It's like, well, actually, no, we forget W O R K, work. Yes. <laughs> it's so important. Like, you know, the words that you speak, the actions that you take, um, the impact that you have, it, everything has to be in alignment with what you're what you're dreaming of or what you're thinking of, if that makes sense. Because yes. it's easy to dream, it's easy to say, hey, this is what I want, but I don't believe that everything just magically falls in your lap. I believe that when you, in alignment, your thoughts, your actions, and your words are in alignment with that vision, then things, the right things, will start to come your way. Mm. So yeah, no, no. isn't that <laughs> fascinating? I, uh, I, I, I just love things like this. I just it's fascinating, fascinating. So, Mr. Wrong, the book. Where can people get hold of that book? Well, you can get hold of it online. The best place, the best thing for authors, actually, um, in terms of really supporting an author, if they're selling their book through their own website, that's, you know, that's much more beneficial for them. Whereas if you're buying it through third party, you know, Barnes and Noble or Amazon, which is, you know, places you can get the book. In terms of royalties, they, they, the author doesn't end up with very much. So in saying that, you can buy www.daniellablechner.com that's d-a-n-i-e-l-l-a-b-l-e-c-h-n-e-r.com forward slash shop or www.consciousdreamspublishing.com forward slash shop okay failing that amazon (laughs) or anywhere else online (laughs) (laughs) okay excellent you are listening to the author's podcast with lisa newton Please do subscribe to, like, and share this channel. Let's go back to your to your workshops now. So the yep. power of your story. Tell me about the format of the workshop, roughly. So is, okay. is it a day long, and from roughly what time to what time? Yeah. Okay. So the format is it's a six week workshop, but the great thing is you don't have to attend all six weeks. You can just come in for one session, two sessions. It's completely bespoke. It's up to you. But I generally do get, you know, a core set of women attending the whole six weeks. So it's every Saturday, 10 to 1 p.m. In terms of the format, the first week is very much about, you know, finding your why. My partner's a business consultant and he always talks to me about Simon Sinek, who's a visionary and advisor of these huge kind of main companies conglomerate companies we can call them and he's got a book called start with why so it's always about looking at why is it not what you're doing but why are you doing what you do what is it you're passionate about what's the message you're trying to give um others uh, what makes you unique so we look at the why the message and really get them to hone in on who their market is and um, that's the first session the second session is very much about, well, this, this this particular form is about setting your vision. We create vision boards for our launch, for the book, mm-hmm. for our message, just going deeper into it. What do we want the book to do for us? Where can we see ourselves? What, yeah. you know, 
programs might we be on what blogs might we be featured on um what speaking engagements do we want to get out of this so looking at the bigger vision and now the... i really i really like that because actually one of the books i wrote was called cosmic ordering with vision boards oh fantastic my book writing process is i always think you think start with the end in mind so that's yeah. just me so it's just like where do you want it to go what is it you want to do with with your life that, that whole thing so it's like, i love exactly. it yeah. so yeah well that's the thing I guess when I was writing my book, I because I, I hadn't done it before. I was writing because I just had this this stuff in my heart that I needed to get out, and I really wanted to connect with women. But mm. I didn't really have think beyond. I didn't think about you know being in the press or. Mm. But for some reason, I I got quite a lot of support. I got quite a lot of um, great things come from it in terms of speaking engagements, opportunities. Mm. I was in the Daily Mail, not my favourite paper, I will say, <laughs> but I, was, I had a feature in the Daily Mail. Mm. You know, um, the Voice. So all these opportunities came to me and but well, through experiencing it's interesting that, you, you said for some reason but the you 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 are good at what you do so yeah it's I think you know sometimes people think oh you know and it all happened at once but there's always a lot of hard work that goes on in the background oh gosh yeah there was yeah mm. yeah and then opportunities start flooding in so that's yeah. right you start to align with the right things but the mm. thing is I didn't now because you know I didn't have this in mind to start with but because I've gone through the journey and I've seen what's on the other side and what is possible you know from there I was like wow I want to go into loose women I want to do this <laughs> so now <laughs> when I work with women it's like right let's start with the vision first and that's not just the book it's what you want your book to do for you Excellent. where can you see yourself where do you want to take the book what speaking you know all, mm. all this map this out first as a sketch yes. so you've got something to kind of aim for and work work from there start from the vision mm. and then go through the actual nuts and bolts mm. oh, but um oh the fo the format of the workshop <laughs> so the third workshop is uh we've got some guest speakers coming as well uh, this particular guest speaker is wendy york she's a book award book award nominee she's a book writing coach and an editor she's going to be speaking about how to structure and edit your book the next session is with one of my very first mentees. She's awesome, Janine Cummings. She's a UK number one live female live streamer. Really, really great on live streaming. She's got a huge online community called um, Women of Worth with over 4,000 members. A lot of them are very active as well. Yeah. Um, she's going to be running a workshop on how to use live streaming to elevate your business, to so elevate your book. Yeah. Um, this is one that the women particularly like. So a lot of women who attend the course haven't used live streaming before mm -hmm. and every single person gets to use her platform. Mm -hmm. We go, they go on one after the other and introduce, do, do a power intro, introduce their book, introduce themselves. And it's, yeah, it's really great for confidence. It's a really good fun one, actually. Yeah. Then we have a PR guru coming in. She's known as the ultimate door opener. And she talks about how to get your book in the press. She's fantastic. They're all fantastic. Yes. <laughs> the last one is, the guest speaker is my partner, Dean Williams, who is a business consultant. And he will um, talk through and uh, help the attendees to set their objectives and goals. And then that leads on nice, nicely to a 90-day accountability package with myself. Each woman is paired up with another. I We have a group phone call at the beginning and a group phone call at the end of the 90 days to see how far uh, they've moved along. And then we all, the partner and myself, and I, I do, <laughs> check in with the, with the women on the course each week to see how they're getting on. And in fact, 
one of the ladies who finished the course in November finished her 90 days in March and her book was published and launched on the 16th of March and she's doing really well excellent now that, that sounds really 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 good really really good because sometimes I think you know people have this idea they want to write a book which is all very well and good but there's so yeah. much more that comes after that and I think yeah. your workshop will we'll take them through that process so that they they are aware it's not just writing the book and oh yeah you know I can put my pen down and that's that there's more to it you've got to keep pushing it you've got to get it out there especially if you do self-publish and even if you don't you still have to make yourself available for interviews well that's it talk about the book and and things so it's really really important yeah Yeah, sounds 100 percent well thank you (laughs) (laughs) so are are you working on anything any books at the moment that you can tell us about or (laughs) i'm working on others books at the moment um in terms of me i'm kind of deciding between another relationship book or where my heart really is with uh this children's series i started in fact that that um was what i was writing before i started mr wrong but mr wrong was just kind of just coming so thick and fast i had to just get that out get that done but it's i'm in between deciding which one to go for but at the moment as a book journey mentor, I'm I'm I'm, I'm quite busy. <laughs> but you've reminded me I do need to set, go on a nice retreat or something and actually kind of get this get this book out. But mm. at the moment, I'm I'm delivering delivering others' books. Mm. Some fantastic ones actually coming out. You were listening to the author's podcast with Lisa Newton. Please do subscribe to, like and share this channel. So um, for those of you who have just tuned in, I'm talking to Daniela Blechner, the proud author of best-selling book, Mr. Wrong, a humorous and powerful collection of relationship stories written by women who have encountered the infamous Mr. Wrong. And, uh, and, and <laughs> I know there's plenty of people that I'm sure could relate to to that it's it's and and they always say you know three types of books do really well relationship books dieting books and business money books oh wow (laughs) those three types of books because it's one of those things people always have issues and problems in those areas you know losing weight finding mr right mr wrong getting rid of mr wrong uh or miss wrong (laughs) depending (laughs) and um and and money so it's like they never go away those those kind of issues Mm, i guess so i guess so yeah yeah so so you mentioned like maybe going on a retreat to write so is that something (laughs) you'd you'd recommend are you um running any retreats is that something in the pipeline definitely i mean i'm just thinking about it now just speaking with you um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's definitely something that i um have in the pipeline that i want to do for next year running a similar sort of workshop but with the retreat retreaty aspect to it because what I found with a lot of the women I work with is you know the top three things that stop them from you know publishing their book is Mm. one lack of knowledge okay so then we provide them with the knowledge second one is lack of time Um, and it's just having that time to put aside every day or you know every week to really focus on your book and one thing one of the ladies said who attended the workshop was how precious that time you know three hours that those three hours every Saturday just mm. literally dedicated to their book mm. it was really important to them because they wore so many hats in life you know mother pastor uh, CEO you know all, all these different things yeah and having that one day to really focus on their book really made a big difference so I guess the power the power of a retreat <laughs> <laughs> having that time you know 
to really just dedicate to just you and your book and also this idea of getting away sometimes we become stuck because we're in the same environment and when we come out of the environment yeah you know creates creative juices fly flow a bit more i find so yeah it's something i want to implement in the future absolutely and and what would you say to the question sometimes asked can everybody write because there are people out there that think oh you know that's this all sounds wonderful i'd love to do it but oh i don't know if i could do it what would you say to anyone i would say it's like anything you know no not everybody can write not everybody's gifted in writing but you don't have to be gifted in writing to write a book it just so happens i mean i love writing it's not it's it's something that comes naturally to me Mm. but I've worked with lots of people who either my partner, for example, has dyslexia, who's told when he went to school, he's never going to amount to anything. He's going to work in a grocery store. And, you know, his book, The Path to Financial Peace, is written beautifully and actually got to got on the bestseller list as well. Wow. So, and actually, he can actually, he does have a talent for writing. But in terms of, you know, and I've worked with other authors who um, have dyslexia as well and sometimes find things difficult to word or to phrase Mm. but it doesn't mean that they don't have that story inside of them there's different ways to get past that obstacle you know Mm. some people like to speak into dictaphones and then write it down from there you can tell your story and then have someone else write it Mm. it really really doesn't matter as long as everything is out in fact (laughs) you have editors Mm. when you're writing a book it's not just you you are it starts with you you are the source you are the information you are the author you're that kind of hub of creativity but your first draft is never going to be perfect it's going to be restructuring it's going to be editing and that's why we have a team of professional editors who will then clean up I, mm. I, I always I always liken it to getting your hair cut you go into the hairdresser your hair's you know maybe it's looking a mess <laughs> and you know you come in there and the editor and the hairdresser will literally just trim it up so that you know without losing your authentic voice you know, you have a team around you to help you. Mm. No, not everybody is gifted in writing. But if you have a powerful story, you don't necessarily have to write it. You can speak it. You can find a ghostwriter. It really, really should not be a barrier. Mm. No, really good advice. Very good advice. Um, and, and I know a couple of my books I've, I've turned into audio. And I've said to people that you, Fantastic. you can just begin with an audio if that's your thing there's yes it doesn't necessarily have to be the written word someone else can always um type that out at a later date so don't allow uh barriers like dyslexia or um dyspraxia over sort of writing well, I've conditions. Got dyspraxia. yeah <laughs> yes yeah well, there you go and you see you know you've written books so yeah we can all but dyspraxia is more i think about um space space Mm. rather than writing Mm. organization yeah but even I think you know to write a book you have to be quite organized because of getting things into chapters and sometimes we can have these ideas bubbling around in our head and it's like we know what we want to say but like how do we get to say it it's like get it out yes yeah so just trying to just make it all take shape Mm. Yeah. I always say the best way is just to first of all if you can because I know some people don't come up with their titles to the end but have your title your strong title everything revolves around that mm. you know when you're writing your chapter headings just get a clear before you start writing just have a clear structure what is each chapter going to be about what's the heading write three or four bullet points about you know what you want to include if it's fiction what key scenes are going to be there who are your main characters what's the plot what's the main dialogue what what's the main emotion you want to convey in that chapter mm. um if it's non-fiction 
you know, what advice you're giving, what tips you're giving, what insight you're giving, what's your what's general theme in this particular chapter. Mm. But I also say as well at the end of each chapter, just write down how you want your reader to be feeling. What key message do you want them to get out of that particular chapter? Because, mm. yes, they're reading a book, but if you look at every chapter as a book, then you're offering, you know, t- tying, tying it up loose, tying it up in the end. But every chapter should have its own story. If that makes sense. Oh, interesting. Okay, so that's a that's mm-hmm. another thing to take into account. Every chapter is almost like its own little story. And how do you want the the reader to feel at the end of of that? that yeah, chapter? it's interesting. Are you an avid reader yourself? Do you read a lot of books yourself? I do, and I am. Yeah, I've always read loads. Um, yeah, if you come to a house, it's literally You've got it's a, a library, library in there. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. Yeah, I'm <laughs> the I'm living the room. We've got like my 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 shelf, my partner's shelf in the bedroom. There's just shelves everywhere. Mm. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Your, what What do you like reading? Do what do I like reading? Genre? Um, when I was younger, I used to love fiction. Mm. I, I need to get back into fiction now, actually. But I think probably because of my journey and also the authors that I'm working with I'm reading a lot of non-fiction I've been reading a lot of business books Simon Sinek start with why Derek Mills 10 second philosophy I don't read many relationship books I probably was I probably wrote Mr Wrong because the relationships relationship books that I read were yeah <laughs> the rules don't do this and do call it don't call him after three days you know well, I have read them though <laughs> so I, re- I read a lot of non-fiction books self-development books spiritual books things that interest me really fiction books there's an author I know called Annika Spalding she actually got me back into fiction because I read her book Shattered Dreams and it was so compelling and I read it in about two days it was, it was such a great book yeah so I, th- I think I might start writing reading fiction now I would say <laughs> fiction is it crime is it horror is it romance what, what oh kind no of don't don't do crime and horror no um <laughs> can't do horror it's more well this one was actually about um a young woman who was in a relationship an abusive domestic abuse uh relationship and how she I would say it's a thriller mm. So it didn't end in a great way. Yeah, I'd say it was a thriller. But the kind of books I like reading in terms of fiction, funnily enough, I do like young young adult young adult books. I do love the Amber Spyglass um, series. <laughs> I do love the Harry Potter series. I'm okay. not going to lie. I think J.K. Yeah. Rowling is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, apparently, I do love. Yeah, no, and I was going to say apparently she. Um, I think I read somewhere that she said that like she literally sat on a train from I think London to Scotland and by the time she got off the train she kind of like had the whole almost like a download she had the whole idea behind Harry Potter and all the characters and everything like that so oh I didn't know that I do know that she wrote it in a uh, she was a single parent she wrote it in a one bedroom two bedroom flat definitely but I didn't know how the idea came to I think she was absolutely phenomenal Mm. and I think with JK Rowling not only is her work great I mean just the way she's written it the imagination the Mm. sheer imagination and the detail within her stories but also her herself as a person and her story where she came from yeah yeah how she used her you know pain or suffering to really just open up a creative door Mm. to get this book out there and to really inspire other people I think she's fantastic oh yeah no definitely you know I've read all of the the seven Harry Potter books and I I just 
I'm amazed at the creativity, like you say. And I think, I don't know how much of that would, you know, do you just make that up or did did you know something about witchcraft or did you have to do a bit of research into things? You know, maybe we'll never know. But I always think it just seems very real to me. Mm. Very real. So um, always very interesting. I don't know about the witchcraft aspects of it because I don't know how much of that is real. Uh, maybe there was an element of researching, mm. um, but yeah, I, I I don't know. I just think I, I have no idea. <laughs> it's mm. just something one of those things you can't explain. It's yeah, it's just phenomenal. Mm. And I think with writers, sometimes I remember one time being on a beach and it was um, we had a campfire. And the guy there says, you know, to be a really good fiction writer, you've either got to have had a really wild life or (laughs) just an amazing imagination. So and it's like maybe literally every experience you you thinking to yourself, oh, yeah, I can put that in my book. Do you, yeah. do you ever think like that? Do you? Does anything ever happen to you? Like, yeah, you're going to be a character in one of my books. Oh my gosh, all the time, all the time. I met one the other day. No, I think just, <laughs> I think just thinking differently. Mm. You know, I don't know. I could be on the bus, and I see a lot of inspiration on the bus and the train. And I come oh, from yes. a filmmaking background as well, so oh. I'm very visual. Mm-hmm. So I can look at a scene mm. and see something completely different. I can't really explain it and it's just it's another door of imagination and creativity and mm. I remember when I was 17 I used to sit at the train station and just look at the people and just see them all as ants just literally oh, wow. on their own journey just oblivious of everyone else I think I sat and wrote like a whole piece about it you know mm. <laughs> yeah, no, so you've you got to be a good people watcher very observant you do you do you do I think you can make the most mundane things really creative and interesting and fun mm. I know it's it's interesting you've got a filming background actually and and you use the word you know it's like a scene because whenever I read a book I the picture is in my head so yeah I think really good authors they they're they're just painting the the whole scene in your mind and you're you're just there with them along the story so yeah I think that's that's what and and I suppose a a filmmaker is using pictures literally and and I suppose an author is using words to paint that picture yeah exactly exactly mm. would you ever um think about getting mr wrong um (laughs) turned into a film yeah (laughs) do you know how many people have said that um i did think about it but i think i don't know i I, yeah i I think i'm gonna move in a different direction Mm. um but i think it'd be a great idea you were listening to the authors podcast with me your host lisa newton You can email me, lisa at lisanewton.co.uk. And remember, we have the Inner Circle, which is for writers just like you. And you can join us at writerbook.net. So I've got a retreat to go on. I've got to make a film. I'm busy. (laughs) This is it. But this is when you get talking to people and, you know, the ideas flow and it's, yeah, anything's possible, I suppose. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, if you just tuned in, I'm talking to Danielle Blechner, founder of Conscious Dreams Publishing, best-selling author and book journey mentor. Danielle's very, Daniela is very passionate about <laughs> inspiring and empowering authors to transform their stories, messages and powerful journeys into books of impact and influence. Okay, so um, so you so you've run um, a few workshops previously, and 
people have turned their stories into into books any particular types of stories anything you want to you're able to share with us uh with clients i've worked with yes Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, Zena, who did Zena Rinze, she's a divorce recovery coach. Um, her book is called Reinvent You, How to Move from We to Me After Divorce. She attended the workshop in October with a, her first, a very, very loose first draft. Um, and she was really passionate about getting her book out there. She recently published, it came out March, the, her book launch was March the 16th. It launched on, it was published officially on the 18th. And her book is a mixture of her own personal journey as well as offering some really practical insight and advice as to how to heal, mm. how to recover from you know, such a huge life transition, you know, losing a spouse through divorce. Mm. And she has extracts of her own journal in there when she was going through her, her divorce and some, some really powerful insight. And it's her personality is quite witty and funny. So she's got that real mixture of like wit, real mixture of humor and, you know, candidness as well, I'd say, through, through her writing. Mm. And it's really, the, the cover's beautiful, mm. the inside. What I'd love to do with my authors actually is to have next year some sort of award ceremony. Oh, yeah. So at the moment, if there was to be an award for the, you know, the, the prettiest interior design, <laughs> her book will definitely win. Uh, inside is absolutely beautiful. And, and um, what, her name's Z. Uh, Zina Arinzi. Arinzi, okay. And I like, you know, divorce recovery. <laughs> mm. I like, I like that. that. Yeah, I like that. I like that. But it's also about sort of reinventing yourself as well, or reconnecting yes. with who you are, and just you know, yes. becoming you again. Yes. And the thing is, I think that is is well needed again in relationships because I think in the UK, something like half fifty percent of all marriages end in divorce. Yeah. Um, I think in France it's even higher. I think no. like 80%, something like that. Oh, my god! Real, really high. And it's it's one of those things, I think, that if you've been out of the dating game for some time because you have you were married and you're back again, I think it can be a shock to the system because, you know, it's very different, perhaps, wow. than when they were in there before. So um, I think anything that can help people recover and it's a big transition it's a massive change mm. massive change so i can imagine i'm really shocked good. by the 80 percent still sorry mm. i'm thinking about the the percentages i think sometimes you know people get married for the wrong reasons and absolutely the whole societal conditioning of why we should get married and what you know people focus a lot i think on the wedding as opposed to what marriage yeah, is absolutely. which is the coming together of two families and the, the sticking at it as well definitely but, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's a whole book there. Just, <laughs> just right there. <laughs> I'm writing notes. Don't worry. <laughs> Honestly, and you know, you're not the first person to have said it. it's the coming together of two families. It's not two people. It's two families. Yeah. And I remember many years ago when I did um, A level psychology, and we did the psychology of relationships. And I never forget. And it said, you know, there were certain factors whereby if you've got certain things in common, I can't remember what it was like, and eight, ten factors being, you know, the same religion, the same yeah. family and things like that, the more you've got in common, actually, the more likely you are to, to last the course. And especially if you've got families around you that are supportive, that's mm. what you need. So there's all these yeah. things. And I think in this modern day and age, it's very much, it's we're not, well, depending on, on your, your background, you're not necessarily from a, a 
a family orientated necessarily culture it's all individual especially in the west me yeah. me me yeah Whereas in other places when i went to jordan last year and i remember our tour guide he said you know the divorce rate there is is something like 10 percent, so very very low but mm. you know they but i guess throwing something else in there it's are they in happy marriages as well? You know, because mm. there are some cultures where, and, and certainly one thing that she addresses in this book, you know, being a, being a being um, a Christian as well, how it was very much looked down upon to be oh, yeah. divorced because mm. in you know, the culture or religion, it's seen mm. as a sin. It's and therefore should one continue in a relationship where they're being abused or they're being, you know, they're not happy. I think there's that fine line of are you just abandoning the marriage because it's not quick enough it's not happening the way you want it to happen or you've hit a hard time so you're you're leaving and that's it Mm. or are you deeply unhappy is it better for you to be you know both of you and the children to be for your parents to be separate Mm. do you know what I mean to be able to have that choice but for it not to be um something that isn't you know one of those viable options yes we're getting married but hey we can drop out at any time yeah <laughs> no there's a lot of that you too because some people we're in a microwave society like nah, yeah it doesn't fit anymore nah. you know just get a new one so. <laughs> yeah exactly when you look at the celebrities oh, like, yes yeah. five months married so i wasn't someone married for three days at one point you yeah. know the kids are watching that and they're like that's normal it's like it's not <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's true very true very 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 true mm. Okay, so um, Daniela, <laughs> no, it's just fascinating. I, I could talk to you for a long time. I know, it's <laughs> fascinating. <laughs> okay, so um, so Daniela, Daniela Bletner, founder of Conscious Dreams Publishing. Daniela runs the power of your story. So if you're out there, you're thinking, gosh, I, I've got a story within me. I, I need to gain clarity. I, I want to know what to do. A lot of people could benefit from what I've got to say. Then you know, check Daniela out, DanielaBlecknot.com. Uh, she she runs workshops and Daniela Blecknot is spelt D-A-N-I-E-L-L-A and Blecknot is B-L-E-C-H-N-E-R. So Can I yes, can I just can, say the Daniela mm-hmm. Blecknot website is more about Mr. Wrong, but in terms okay. of getting your book out there and the, the workshop, it's ConsciousDreamsPublishing.com consciousdreamspublishing.com that's where the workshops are you can find out more about Daniela on that website as well and just um just a, a thought come to came to me because our listeners are global they're all over the place they're all over the world Fantastic. and what you've said is the workshop is it for six weeks it's six weeks yeah and most people might attend one and then the rest they can do remotely or what if you can't attend any of them how does that work if there's someone you know out there and they're like oh well, this sounds really exciting i want to do it but <laughs> i don't think i can come to london in the united kingdom if you every can't saturday att- if you can't attend any of them that's absolutely fine i am looking to um i've had quite a lot of interest in america so i'm looking to set up a membership site and to continue this online so as soon as that happens i shall let you know my coaching and the the publishing is global and so the workshop they obviously unfortunately wouldn't be able to attend if they weren't based in london or weren't visiting london or didn't want to fly over from japan (laughs) every saturday but um, (laughs) but yeah i coach and mentee aspiring authors all across the world via skype and a lot of it is done via email we're obviously doing all the kind of the editing and typesetting ourselves 
but the communication is done via Skype, phone, yeah, all of that is, is, is global. Okay. And if someone wanted to get hold of you, what, what is the best way? Best way to get hold of me is find me on Facebook under Danny Blechner, B-L-E-C-H-N-E-R. Um, but best way really is to drop me an email at info at consciousdreamspublishing.com. That's C-O-N-S-C-I-O-U-S, dreamspublishing.com. So, Daniela Blechner, founder of Conscious Dreams Publishing, author of Mr. Wrong and Seven Shades of Love. Any Any final comments? What have we... Is there anything we've missed? Final comments. I I would say... What's, the, what's got... the best thing about being an author? Or... What's the best thing about being an author? I think the best thing about being an author is being able to connect to many different people from many different backgrounds all over the world. And when you get those messages in your inbox saying, you know, I've read your book, I was really inspired to, or it helped me to break a belief system, or it helped me to identify something within myself, or it's helped me with my relationship. Yeah. That to me is gold. That to me is the best thing when you know that through you being vulnerable and saying, look, hey, I've had a decade of dating disasters. I'm fine now. I have got my Mr. Right, by the way. (laughs) But by me, like putting my hands up and saying that and reaching out to other women and getting them to share their stories and knowing because of that, because of that platform, it's in some way helped some across the world who I'd never otherwise meet. And they tell me about that. That to me is definitely the best thing about being an author. I think so many of us have powerful stories, messages, journeys, experiences that we keep to ourselves, maybe out of shame, maybe because we don't feel it's important enough. But if we use our stories for good, if we use our stories in a positive way, we can really impact and help to transform other people and empower them as well. So my, I guess my, that's the best thing. And so my final words would be that, you know, everyone's got a unique story, experience and message. And, and, and if you can find a way to use that to positively impact someone else, if you have a dream, if you do dream of publishing a book, by hook or by crook, you know, align yourself with the right people who can help you to achieve that dream. Excellent. Excellent. Fantastic. So, Daniela, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you. And so that was Daniela Blechner, founder of Conscious Dreams Publishing. The website is ConsciousDreamsPublishing.com. You can email in info at ConsciousDreamsPublishing.com and do check out the book Mr. Wrong and Seven Shades of Love and do check out Daniela's workshops as well, The Power of Your Story. This has been your host, Lisa Newton, the author's podcast. Hope to hope you all um, enjoy. <laughs> Let me start again. Hope you all <laughs> enjoyed it, and I hope to you all join me again on the next show. Thank you very much. Cheers, Danny. Well, take care. Bye bye. You have been listening to the author's podcast with Lisa Newton, sponsored by Boogles Limited. Tweet the show at boogles underscore books, spelled B-O-O-G-L-E-Z underscore books. You can also contact your host via the email address lisa at lisanewton.co.uk. And if you want to join our author's community, join the inner circle at www.writerbook.net. You have just been listening to the author's podcast with Lisa Newton. See you next time.